Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
Way across USA, plucked her eyebrows on the way, shaved her legs, and then he was a she. She says, Hey, babe, take a walk on the wild side. Said, Hey, honey, take a walk on the wild side. Candy came. From out on the island, in the back room she was everybody's darling. But she never lost her head, even when she was given head. She says, "Hey, babe, take a walk on the wild side." Said, "Hey, babe, take a walk on the wild side." And the colored girls go do 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 do. Little Joe never once gave it away. 
everybody had to pay and pay. A hustle here and a hustle there. New York City is the place where they said, "Hey, babe, take a walk on the wild side." I said, "Hey, Joe, take a walk on the wild side." Sugar Plum Fairy came and hit the streets, looking for soul food and a place to eat. Went to the Apollo. You should have seen him go, go, go. They said, "Hey, Sugar, take a walk on the wild side." I said, "Hey, babe, take a walk on the wild side." All right, ha.、Huh. Is just speeding away. Thought she was James Dean for a day. Then I guess she had to crash. Valium would have helped that patch. I said, Hey, babe, take a walk on the wild side. I said, Hey, honey, take a walk on the wild side. And the colored girls say, Do 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 do. Sorry, <laughs> a little bit of a mishap at the start. Hi, hi, I'm Captain Dan. That's Penny Lane. This is for the face, and this is Punks and Parkas. Yes, yeah. So usually we pre we record the show live at UMFM, which is Punks and Parkas home station at the、yep. University of Manitoba, and then we get it ready, we ship it off to the face, and they rebroadcast it for us. But、uh, but there was a bit of an issue with、uh, the recording on Thursday. It sounded night, so. terrible. So. And that happens every once、yeah. in a while. I've I've had it happen before, but not in a long time. So Jared, our station manager there, is going to check into it. But、yeah. uh, we didn't feel comfortable giving you guys crap. It was crap. It was、yeah. terrible. It was like somebody <laughs> took the faders and pushed them all the way up. So it's like,、Wah! yeah. But instead, we're bringing you a fresh, new, completely different show. Yes. So I was driving in the car, and the song came on, and usually. I don't recognize the sample. Usually, you're the one that's like, "Oh, this is from blah blah blah,"、yeah. because I know a lot of the original music. Well, you know a lot of music that has sampled the original、yeah. music, but this is one instant when it came in, and I started singing the like, the song that sampled it, and I was wrong. I was right. <laughs> like, it was a song、yeah. that sampled, but I was like, "Oh, I'm turning into Daniel. Would be proud. I'm turning into <laughs> like a Daniel." So it kind of led me to do a show featuring songs that are. Been sampled by modern artists. Yes, there's so many. There is. Like we could probably do a whole, probably a whole radio station just on samples. Yeah, like a whole show. It's、yeah. like a whole like Punks and Parkas, like a whole <laughs> just on songs that are sampled. 
I picked about 11. We'll yep. see if we get to them all. And I just got to say, usually I, I um, associate song samples with stuff from the 60s. Yeah. Because that's what I'm more familiar with. I get surprised. Yeah. There's not a lot of surprises on this one. This one's mostly 60s and 70s, but we'll talk a little bit more about that. But yeah, uh, yeah. so the song I started it off with is uh, The Carmels with As Long As I've Got You is the song that started this all off. Yeah. Because I was driving in the car and I was like, oh, this is Wu-Tang. Like, oh, <laughs> oh, no, it's not. But it is. Yeah. Uh, that track has been heavily sampled in um, Cream. Yep. Which stands for, let me see. See, the joke is I don't have a lot of cred. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm getting cash rules, everything around me. Yes. I'm gaining cred points. That's right. Because I, I honestly did not really start getting into hip hop until... Until I came along. Well, heavy when you came yeah. along. But I'd say the last five to ten years. But definitely since you came along, I've been diving in more. Because you know the good stuff. You're yeah. kind of putting me on the right uh, the right path. And I do love some Wu-Tang. Yeah. I do love some Wu-Tang. Speaking of Wu-Tang, the track after that was After Laughter Comes Tears. <clears throat> Which, again, I know that song. Yeah. And I didn't. I honestly didn't know it was a sample. Until I started researching this show. Wu-Tang samples it again in another song called Tears with a Z. Look at those Wu-Tang clan just digging into the past. They ain't nothing to F with those nope. guys. They ain't nothing. No. no. No, they really do. I was listening to a couple of their albums and I'm picking out some. I'm like, I think I know that. But yeah, they really yeah. do a lot of that. And then famously, <laughs> Lou Reed's um, Walk on the Wild Side. Yes. Sampled in. By Tribe Called Quest. Can yeah. I kick it? It's so funny because Hunter, when I, I've always liked that song because yeah. I know Lou Reed and that. And I remember when he was a kid and it was playing in the car and they're like, can I kick it? Yes, you can. And poor Hunter in the background. He's probably like six. He's like, oh my God, kick it already. Silly <laughs> <laughs> so kid. So yeah, samples are pretty neat. Yeah. Fun fact about samples that I learned a while ago, and you probably know this. So Paul's Boutique. Yeah. By the Beastie Boys. Do you know that that album would probably never get made now? No, I, yeah, because it's like a lot of the stuff they use is. There's so much sampled in there. Like, you could write a book about all the albums that have been sampled in there, but to try and get the rights for all that now, because they didn't get the rights back then. No. <laughs> they just <clears throat> did it. Yeah. And it's a masterpiece. So I don't think anybody's complaining. But now the legal process, I don't think that. An album like that will ever get. What's well, like with one of the first ones there by Sugar Hill Gang when they sampled uh, was it Chic? Chic. Yeah. You know, Chic wanted credit for it, but they're like, no. No. <laughs> Times have changed, eh? Yeah. So I'm going to play now to, to like kick it off. Yes. This is a big one that everybody knows. Yeah. But I knew the song before it. But I remember <laughs> when Dr. Dre is this on the Chronic? <clears throat> uh, Chronic 2001. I remember when it came out at the time, I'm like, that's that like jazz song. That's that like instrumental piece. And people are like, you don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, no, like, trust me. So this is Dave McCallum with the edge and you'll know it. Yeah. Anybody of a certain age will. We'll know it. We'll know this. <laughs>
I got a woman way over town that's good to me. Oh yeah, say I got a woman way over town, good to me. Oh yeah, she give me money when I'm in need. Yeah, she's a kind of friend indeed. I got a woman way over town that's good to me. Just for me, oh yeah. She says loving early in the morning. Just for me, oh yeah. She says loving just for me. Yeah, she loves me so tenderly. I got a woman way over town that's good to me. Never grumbles or fusses, always treats me right. Never running in the streets and leaving me alone. She knows a woman's place is right there now in her home. I got a woman way over town that's good to me. Oh yeah, say I got a woman way over town. Thank you. 
James Brown. Yep. Funky drummer. The funky drummer. Here on the face on Punks and Parkas. It's a fun fact about fun funky. Fact. I did my research. She researched. I don't lot. usually do this, but I did some research. Did you know that Funky Drummer is one of the most sampled songs ever? Yep. You know. Of course you of know course that. Of course I know that. I didn't you know, know that. that out there. <laughs> or people like me, did they know that? Yeah, it's um, Public Enemy, Dr. Dre, I took a few notes here, Beastie Boys. Even modern artists like George Michael, Britney Spears, Ed Sheeran uh, actually use, there's a 90-second drum break in that song. Yeah. That has been just sliced into probably... More pop songs and rap songs and hip-hop songs than you even can imagine. <laughs> so thanks to the man, James Brown, on that one. So this show is all samples. Yeah. Uh, we're looking back at the old tracks that modern, mostly hip, this is all hip-hop. Yeah, it's all thinking, hip-hop. Uh, have sampled in their albums yeah. or in their songs. So I said James Brown, funky drummer. Before that, <laughs> I remember when, um, I mean... Kanye, I feel terrible even mentioning him because he's so problematic. Yeah. But was that, um, I think, his song Gold Digger, was that on College Dropout? I can't remember which one it was on. Yeah. It was on one of those. I remember when it came out, and it was massive that summer. Yeah. Like, that song was everywhere, and I'm like, that's Ray Charles. And people were like, again, looking at me. And I remember I was at UMFM. And they also, he did a song with... Um, he did the song with Jay Z. Yes, uh, Otis. It's called Otis, and Otis Redding. They had a sample. Like they had to put that on there because they actually sampled. It's a lot it's of like a ripoff almost. Because yeah. <laughs> I remember I was at UMFM. I used to be the volunteer coordinator at our home station, and some kid came in, and I was I was playing. I was pre-recording a show, and I was playing some Otis, and he's like, "Oh my god, that's that Jay Z song!" And I'm like, and Jared was there, my station yeah. manager, and he's like, "Amanda, just calm down." <laughs> and I'm like, "It's not a rap song." So I actually had to go and research and listen to the to Otis, and I was like, "It's not bad." I was angry because I'm like, I'm a huge Otis Redding fan, yeah. but I think that's also what kind of tipped me off was this song and Otis to like learn more about it, and that's probably when I started kind of like, oh, "Okay, it's not terrible stuff." No, it's not. It's like a lot. Of, I'm going to say this right now. A lot of the older <laughs> stuff. <clears throat> pre 2000s yeah is amazing oh 100 percent, yeah when i'm digging back like i'm loving it yeah anything well the artists that were <laughs> around pre 2000s yeah, yeah. You know. but everything now is pretty much not the greatest <laughs> there are a few exceptions there always know. is but on the whole but it's, on the whole it's like it does feel it, good it, yeah on the whole the kings of rap are just you know didn't yeah. And the Queens, I should say. In the Queens, yeah. yeah. I think it's awesome that um, like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has been embracing yeah. hip-hop artists. And I think rightly so, because the more I look into it, I used to feel as somebody who, again, really loves the original music, that is a rip-off. Yeah. That you are making money off of other people who have worked hard. You're not being original at all. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's not easy to do. No. <laughs> to sample. I tried. I, there was a while there when I was working on my other show, We Are The Mods, and we would always do a mashup at the beginning, and our, my co-host would do it. And I'd be like, this is easy. And he's like, okay, you try one. It's freaking easy. To sample tracks, line everything up, beat match. I make kudos. Yeah. It takes talent, and it takes ear, and it takes respect, I think, yeah. of the music. So I kind of ate crow. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so again, we started with Dave McCallum. David, sorry, McCallum, The Edge, which is... Dr. Dre, the next episode. This one shocked me. I was looking at like websites, like sampled songs. So The Doors, Five to One, is apparently in a Jay-Z song called The Takeover, which I'm not familiar with. After we're done this, I'm actually going to go listen to it. Again, it just shows me because usually I expect to see soul music. Yes. And jazz, like jazzy type stuff. So I expect like like jazz, funk, disco, electronic (laughs) stuff like that. So seeing the doors. the doors and later on there's something another big surprise later on. Yeah. And the one that I found out a few weeks about a month ago. What's that? Steely Steely Dance Pig oh, yeah. sampled by De La Soul for I, I Know. I know like I I know Steely I know that song by Steely yeah. Dance. So I bought album the album Aja and we're listening to it and I'm singing along and you're like What? De La Soul. <laughs> and we had just seen De La Soul and yeah. that, it clicked for me too. I was like, "Oh yeah, you're right." Let's see. That's what I love too, because it's not just the tr- you know the usual stuff. You've got stuff like De La Soul. You've got, I think even on going back to Beastie Boys, there's a lot of Beatles samples on yeah. um, Paul's Boutique. Blows my mind every time. But anyway, so how how did you get into this kind of music? Because I was not into it at the time. Yeah, so. which is really funny because I went to went to high school in the country. Yeah, that's why I'm all, like. <laughs> it's all honestly. All white yeah. country kids. Yep. There was a couple of colors, but they were It was mostly, mostly just white. And we all listened to everything and hip hop kind of started to work its way in there. And that's yeah. when I started listening to it. You just got it by osmosis. Yeah, yeah. public enemy LL Cool J are the first couple of groups I we listened to. So. And it just kinda of spoke to you, I guess. Yeah. <clears throat> I went to a really small school from kindergarten to grade ten, which is junior high. The same, like, 30 people for the last yeah. 11 years of my life. And then when where I lived, because, again, country girl, we went to the comp, which is this comprehensive high school, which was the biggest in the province at the time. Yeah. Massive. Like, they schooled in kids from all over. And I went from, like, like you said, predominantly white, the same 30 people living out in the country on the farm, to a very eclectic mix of people. And with that comes yeah. music. So I can't, I heard it at parties, heard it at bars, heard it in people's cars, but it never, like, I don't know. It never really spoke to me. Like, I was telling you how I have memories of, like, listening to um, House of Pain and Cypress Hill in my yeah. friend's car driving around Selkirk, but it never was something I kind of gravitated to, and I kind of feel regretful. Yeah. It's it's a really good, once you start listening to it. And yeah. 
Dig into the old stuff, people. <laughs> old stuff. Well, I think it's, like I said, it's a good appreciation for music, right? Because yeah. if you really dig the hip-hop music that you're listening to and you want to learn more <clears throat> about it, you're going to dig back in. Yes. So I get a lot of people who listen to, like, the old episodes of Punks and Parkas for that reason, because yeah. I play a lot of... But I just didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, did not know. Um, so we saw Wu-Tang recently. Yeah. What did you think of that show? It was pretty good. Was Wu-Tang that... was good. Nas was good. De La oh, yeah, Soul Nas was good. Nas was good, too. Yeah. I always forget who was there. And <laughs> I remember laughing, because, again, my station manager, Jared, from UMFM, was, because of the show I did and that yeah. we do, I was very soul-orientated before, and he's like, how do you not like hip-hop? Like, it just blows his mind, and I'm like, it's crap. And he's like, mark my words. You will. Yeah. So that was 2005 that I started the show. Guess who was sitting like two rows behind us at the Wu-Tang concert? Uh, <laughs> yeah, he messaged me after and he was like, it was like the justice moment. Like seeing you just go like getting down to Wu-Tang Clan and De La Soul. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm sorry. It's kind of funny. My I had an aunt, my dad's aunt. She passed away. She was 50 of cancer, but uh, I was probably like 17 or 18. And I was, that's when I was just starting to get into collecting yeah. records. And when we were cleaning out her apartment and going through her stuff, she had quite a, not a huge record collection, I'd say, but 70 records, we'll say. And my dad was like, well, let's take the records. Amanda, you're getting into records. You want to keep them? I was like, yeah, let's take them home and look at them. And I remember I pulled out about a handful. I pulled out some Grandmaster Flash. I pulled out... Soul to Soul, Tony, 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 because I remember, I knew who Tony, Tony, Tony was for some weird reason. Um, iced tea, salt and pepper. That was basically what I pulled out. And now, <laughs> like, 20 years later, I hate to think what I got rid of because she had so much of that old funk music. And I'm like, regretful. <laughs> so lesson to the, you know, if you ever inherit somebody's record collection, yeah. Go through it with a good fine-tooth comb. Yes. <laughs> Don't let an, a 17-year-old <laughs> decide what to keep and what to get rid of. Because I obviously made some <clears throat> huge mistakes. But I think I held on to some good stuff, though. Yeah. So, pat me on the back. There you go. <laughs> so, should we play some more Let's music? Let's play some more music. So, um, we're going to do a song by Lynn Collins called Think. Think. This is... Uh, I think you have this on record, Raw Bass yep. and DJ Easy, Easy Z, Easy, Easy Z, Easy Raw. See, I'm sorry. I just all the cred I got earlier is gone. Yeah, out the window. She's she's white, ladies and gentlemen. So oh we'll just let her. And I'm new to this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the song that samples it is called "It Takes Two. Yeah. And this is called "Think." Think.
Why must I feel like that? Why must I change the cat? 
Good day. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that was the Asley Brothers with Footsteps in the Dark. And that's another on this. We're, we're looking at samples on this yeah. show. That's another one that kind of is a turn, a left turn that you don't expect. The Isley Brothers? Yeah. Well, the, actually, the Isley Brothers sampled a lot. A lot yeah. Lotly lot, lot, lot sampled in hip-hop. A lotly sampled. <laughs> um, that's a song by them called Footsteps in the Dark, Part 1 and 2. Yeah. And I guess, yeah, they've got some funkier stuff yeah. more into the 70s you get. But it just... Weird. Weird. But this is something, the, the artist we played before, that I expect. Yeah. Right? So we played George Clinton, Atomic Dog, which 
this one I figured out doing some researching a site and uh, I was like I knew there were samples in What's My Name by Snoop Dogg like that's another album that was big when I was in high yeah. school same with you right <clears throat> and I knew there were samples in it, but I never knew what they were and then listening to that song Atomic Dog which I've never heard before because I'm not very well versed on like the funk music I'm getting better but it's pretty obvious where they got uh, the hook yeah <laughs> Mr. George Clinton and Parliament Funkadelic. Or... Wow, 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 yippee-yo, yippee-yo. Go figure, eh? Yeah. And before that, Lynn Collins with Think. Think. You better think. Such a good song. <clears throat> and I love how songs that feature a sample heavy, like um, It Takes Two really features that sample yeah. heavy. It pays such a nice tribute to the song because yeah. it's not making it sound like crap. It does a good job. Yes. So what are some of your like top hip hop albums? Because you are more into this than I am. Uh, Beast, anything by the Beastie Boys. I do have quite a Beastie Boys yeah. collection. Run DMC. I'm, uh, that's, that's my collection right yeah. now is Run DMC, Beastie Boys. Uh, Kendrick Lamar, one of the new artists. Yeah. He's, like, mm, He's mm. so good. Tyler, the creator. Yeah. yeah. I think Beastie Boys is a good example. That's where I started. Yeah. Like when I was starting to get into... The hip-hop. The hip-hop. Says, like, somebody with no cred. Uh, I, you go to What's Familiar, and I was like, Beastie Boys. Yeah. So if you're like me, and you're just starting out, yeah, Beastie Boys. So we're going to finish. I'm probably the biggest shocker on this list. <laughs> um, so Tupac, California Love. Or I know that Tupac was huge when we yeah. were in high school. I even knew this song. Did not know that it's featuring a sample by Joe Cocker. <laughs> anyway, wow. enjoy. Yeah, here's Joe Cocker. <laughs> Catch you next week. See ya. What's been